0: Hi, have you done anything to protect your fellow Malawians against COVID-19? If so, we would like to send you a very big thank you. And if not, it is not too late to help. As Dare to Dream Malawi, we recognize the importance of taking action against this virus and we would like to encourage more people to get involved. So how can you get involved and how can you help? we would like to ask you to post a short video or a picture showing what you have been doing to help during this time. We would also like to ask you to use the hashtag #masksformalawi. Malawi. The more people we get using this hashtag, the more people will be motivated to still make a difference during this time. So let's stand together and save as many lives as we can, one video at a time, one picture at a time, And one mask at a time.
1: I feel sometimes we look down upon
2: ourselves. And what we've achieved, or even where we're at in our lives. Because we're always trying to prove that we're better than others. How about we become conscious that we're running our own race? And that the only person we're in competition with is literally ourselves. And hey, at the end of the day, everyone is really just figuring it out. Welcome to our doubting. Or at least trying to.
3: Red has always been my favorite color red like my mother's rose garden red like a cherry flavored lollipop red like my favorite dress red has always been a beautiful color he agrees red suits me always has red like the flood between my legs when he is done red like the stains on our bathroom tiles red like the color of my eyes the morning after i like purple nearly as much the color of lavenders and lilacs i read somewhere it was used by royalty well he's a king it makes sense that he loves the color too purple like the bruises on the back of my legs purple like what I hide behind my high-end concealer. Purple has six letters. Six. Like the number of times I tried to call my best friend before I gave up. Six. Like the number of sets of little eyes I never got a chance to see open. Six. Like the number of stitches I needed after I fell in the bathroom. Yeah, purple is nice too. I abhor white. It stains too easily, hard to hide bloodstains and bruises. It is the color mother insisted I wear on my wedding day. It is the color of an innocence long forgotten, the color of smiles, of trust before the darkness. The color of the paper the doctor had written on to tell me that there would be a seventh, and if I was lucky, perhaps I'd carry this one to term. I've grown a new fondness for black. Black looks good against my brown skin as I cross the aisle to my place in the front pew. It is the color of the veil I must wear, the color of my gloves as my fingers rest on my rounded belly. The color of the tux we are burying him in. The color of his beautifully carved casket. was the color of his soul it is the color of our freedom i think black might be the new red
1: Hey guys, um, that was my soul, Mazingera, reciting her poem, Red, which was released during the Gender-Based Violence Awareness Month, which was December of 2019. And yeah, welcome guys to today's Figuring It Out podcast with myself, Emmanuel. And
2: myself, Gareth. And right. I think today we're actually just going to get right into it. Um, yeah. uh, a friend of mine uh, by the name of Wiza Jalakasi, he's actually joining us today. Say hi, Wiza.
4: Hey, hey guys, uh, thanks for having me on the show.
2: Not thanks. So you know, the other day you kind of put us on the spot on Twitter. In case, <laughs> right. In case you didn't notice, um, you put up that tweet which said, uh, "And let me let me read it exactly." You said, "I want to get on your podcast to do a session for gentlemen on, on teaching yourself African cultural misogyny and how patriarchy is actually bad for your love life and mental health." Hmm. Yeah. And there was lots of interesting reactions, and you left. Yeah. You, you left us with no choice, dude. You like literally put us, um, at gunpoint.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, look, I don't know. Uh,
4: it, I think, I think, yeah, it's been something that I've been uh, wanting to share my views on uh, okay. for some time, but I didn't. I didn't know like what might be the most appropriate method, and yeah. I think that like a conversation with a close friend, like you know, Gareth, I've kn- I've known you for for over a decade now. Um, yeah. would be the easiest um space for me to do that and i do think like you know um yeah especially in malawi uh, malawi and guys we just don't have these conversations enough so i was like okay why don't we uh why don't we just talk about it and um i, I wanted to share from my experiences because i think that yeah. it might be useful um for other guys who also want to improve in that sense
2: right improve yeah, I mean, I, I like how you, I like how you carefully use the word improve. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. Look, it's a
4: tricky topic. Eh? It it's is a very tricky is. topic, and, and and I, and I want to start by like just prefacing and disclaiming about the
0: optics. <laughs>
4: the optics are already uh, a bit fishy. It's like, yeah. Okay. So yeah, three 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 men coming to talk about like uh, misogyny, patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like it's really I mean, super it's,
2: weird. It's, so. It's, <laughs> it's funny you say that because yesterday I was at um, some friend's house and um, there were two females there, and I was telling them to say that, "Hey guys, um, me and a friend, um, and we you know, coming on this podcast to talk about misogyny and patriarchy." And their first initial reaction was like, "Wait, just three guys? <laughs> yeah, just three guys talking about this? It's insane, but it's it's yeah, it's interesting." <laughs>
4: yeah yeah you know so like you know I, I think for me it's yeah. like um we want to try and like uh create new safe spaces for for okay. gentlemen to talk about these conversations because um a, a lot of the conversation right now is being led by women which is not a bad thing okay but if if we want this to if we want to learn and teach as a society as a whole yeah we need involvement on both sides so I I feel like um you know us being able to talk about this as just gents through yeah. ego out of the window and yeah. um allows for more candid conversations and that's the only reason why um and you know i'm, I'm not saying that like i am or you are or we are at all experts yeah you know coming from a place of being wrong and as guys, we're trying to get to a place of being less wrong so this is not about like you know being right or whatever else it's just about like really um sharing experiences and trying to push each other on on this path to evolution because yeah. you don't know what you don't know up until the time that you know it. And then even then you need to like put in continuous effort um, to continue le- knowing and learning more. So that's like you know the, the background of where I'm coming from.
2: Exactly. Um, yeah. Now, I guess uh, maybe the question which um, we have for you is like patriarchy and misogyny. Uh, and I know you, you're, we've, we've talked earlier before, uh, you, you love discussing ideas and concepts. Mm-hmm. But why this specific thing? Uh, I mean, there's so many different things happening in our world at this time. Um, what made you see yeah. uh, that maybe this is a point of fair discussion, especially when you think about the, the male Malawian as well as the context in terms of gender relation?
4: yeah i I think for me it's just this is like the culmination of like um years of transformation and years of learning yeah um when i started like seeing certain things in myself that i wanted to change and improve because i wasn't happy with them i found it like difficult to actually find resources on how to you know unlearn certain things and and improve my perception of and relationship with women women all women in my life so um that has been like a this has been like the result of a conscious effort towards yeah. like educating myself uneducating myself on certain things um mm. changing habits etc and i just feel like um uh, it might be useful for a lot of guys because like there's very little um information that is produced with our context in mind um yeah. as african men and even more so as malawian men so yeah. i always see a lot of like extreme and polarizing views but oh, yeah. not really like a, yeah. Uh, a nuanced discussion really? and yeah. yeah you know i just felt like you know uh, it's it's kind of like our obligation and our responsibility as men if we want to to have like a a healthy and inclusive society for everyone yeah. um to address some of these issues firsthand so you know i think
1: that's why it felt uh useful for me um, Yeah, yeah yeah it sounds like it's to do a, a a lot of refining actually
4: Oh yeah, it's uh, yeah. still, still, still not there yet, but 100%. like you know, um, <laughs> it's a process, and um, I've seen like certain improvements in my life as a result. Like for example, uh, I used to have very like, um, not problematic, but dissatisfactory romantic relationships. So okay. like you know, I what, what keep coming that?
2: up to the same. Why Sorry. was that? Why was that? And I mean, like I think yes, yeah. Talk on the phone. You talked about how like. Um, I've kind of like seen some some of that in the process, and I think we've talked about a few in the process as well. But yeah, how would you like define um, problematic? Because, okay, okay maybe satisfactory.
0: Oh,
2: oh yeah, <laughs> or, or like like dissatisfactory. <laughs> like, um, is it is it that Malayan men are are less um, show less shivery compared like to the to the Western man? And do you think like that's part of like our upbringing? Cause I mean, if you, if you, if you think yeah. about it, right. Um, I, I, I always, I always say this, that I, in, in, in my framework of thinking, um, I always had the whole um, ladies first um, concept, right. Um,
0: yeah.
2: And I think like you, when you watch the movie Titanic, um, yeah. they were putting the, the women and children into boats and everything. Mm-hmm. But when you come into the African context, like mm. like like bro like um ever been to like one of those situations where you're at someone's house for in fact for a function and there's like lots of people the guys mm. sit on the chair and on the is right right, <laughs> right <man. laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: <laughs> you that's are, a great example that's a really great example if, if you are that. a lady and you are sitting on, and, I, and, I, and i'm not saying i'm not trying to like give a view for it or against it i'm just seeing i'm just stating what i've seen right. to say that yeah yeah um, oftentimes you see that the women will immediately leave the sofas um, or the seat mm. or whatever uh, to give room for the man. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then she'll be sitting on the floor. Um, the women will give uh, food to the men first. And, and, and it, it, it applies in different contexts. So like what you said about yeah. relationships, do you think it also has an impact in terms of chivalry and just even showing affection? Like, yeah, the, di- the, the dynamics of Yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. I think there's like a ton to, to unpack there, like there's power structures, um, there's gender roles to discuss, uh, for me personally, like, you know, I can only, I can only speak for myself. It was that like, I would keep having negative outcomes in my relationships. So, so, you know, I'm I'm like a a classical lover boy and (laughs) (laughs) for me to, yeah, like it's actually quite serious and I've accepted that took a very long time to accept that. Um, i keep coming to the same outcomes, like really negative outcomes that, that I'm not going to go into do, to detail uh, about yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. But like, those are not the outcomes that I wanted. And I was looking like, okay, um, if it's one person or two people, um, maybe, you know, you you just, you, you picked the wrong person or you're at the wrong time. But like, this can't keep happening over and over again with yeah. uh, people who have nothing in common except you.
0: So right. that made me
4: like stop and take a, a look inward and say like, like, what is it about me that is... Um, causing all of my relationships to end in this undesirable way. And um, when I went down that path, I I started like learning a lot about me. Um, And that was like super late in life. Like, you know, um, I think in in my early 20s was when uh, I started this like journey, just like looking inward and uh, figuring out like how I came to think about certain things. Um, And the more I did that, the more I realized like, okay, I've been actually being conditioned from the day I was born to see myself a certain way and to also see women a certain way. Um and I've not been conscious of that, but like yep. it has like it is actually deep. And now that I'm exposed and, and, and you know I'm meeting people from different uh walks of life and all yep. over the world, um some of those behaviors uh stand out more visibly. You know? Yep. Um it's like when there's when there's bird poop on the black shoe uh, yeah, yeah. you can clearly see that it's there and, and that's like been my process but, you know that's been a function of like many things yeah. including um the just the, the willingness to learn and then like you know exposure to to certain things that maybe not all malawian men might get exposed to so yeah. um yeah i want to share that with with with, with um with, with people like those who um are relating to this feeling or yeah. are getting a sense of what i'm talking about and yeah. more like you know it's it's a real thing by the way like it's an actual it real is a real thing. i never thing. used to get it yeah i used to be like okay uh, there was a time when when i was a when I, I was a bit of a twitter bully in my college days <laughs> something that i'm not yeah. very proud of Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like you know i would always wonder like okay what is that feminist are, are ranting about like i'm not seeing it's not a gonna drag getting, everybody in like, yeah yeah like yeah i just want to drag people and <laughs> The yeah. more I actually did the research and, and and did the the work because you actually have to do the work to unlearn, mm-hmm. and doing the work starts with a decision. Like because as a man, I will never be the biggest victim of the the negative effects of misogyny and patriarchy. Yeah. I must make a conscious decision to say like, uh, okay, I should actually figure this out. And yeah. the difficult thing is that. You don't actually start to see um, the rewards of this learning or unlearning yep. until it compounds, until like after some time. So there's like a latent period yeah, in which you must really question yourself and, and look inwards and sometimes be doubtful. So, you know, that's the conversation that I want to have. Because as, as you all know, in many like of our social circles in Malawi, yeah. nobody got time for that. Like, you yeah, know, people yeah. just want to chill. People <laughs> right, just want exactly. to chill and party, you know? So, exactly, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, football, success money, Magali model. <laughs> now at least with the coronavirus, I think people have to stop and actually
2: spend time with themselves. And so really I think. feel like this is a good time. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if I was to put mm-hmm. another disclaimer, I would say that I don't think we're trying to say that um, all men have got it wrong. I don't think that's what we're trying to say. No. I think what we're essentially trying to say is there has been... A level and a degree of social conditioning, and part of it is cultural. And you know, there's different cultures around the world. There's different ways of doing things. I I do not expect that globally we'll be doing everything uniformly. Um, mm-hmm. I believe there are distinct patterns which are set in each in each population. Um, but with social normatives also comes mm-hmm. um, the extremes. Um, mm-hmm. The extremes, things which become very toxic. Things which become very inhumane if I can use that word yeah. and yeah um, it's you can have you know 99% of that or you can even have one percent but even having that 1% as you rightly said these things compound over time and yeah if we're not careful they uh, it, it really bashes you um, in the face. Yeah I, I think we we're, yeah.
1: we're, we're trying to talk about also emotional intelligence and uh, essentially why? Many Malawian men lack like it. Why is that? <laughs>
2: Wait, let, me ask, let, yeah. let, me, let me ask both of you guys this question. Right. When was the last time you saw a Malawian man cry?
1: I haven't been to any funerals
2: lately. Um, okay, maybe, maybe, I mean, a funeral is a good example, but let's look outside the funeral context. When was the last time you saw a Malawian man cry or display emotions? Of negative Cry. emotion, yeah, of sadness, yeah. Yeah, man. Apart from myself, <laughs> right? am <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe. because even to push that agenda even further, Weeza, like, I mean, I've, I've, I've cried recently. I'm sure you have, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Weeza, you said that you, you, you've cried um, as well. But in those moments, was it in the presence of other people, uh, no, or was no. it in your lonesome? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you talk about it with look, other people afterwards?
1: No. <laughs> exactly. That's that, that's um, our point. And so, wait,
2: so why 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 are we afraid to to what what's been the social conditioning for for, for men? And because I th- I think there's two points here, which I'm which I'm kind of seeing. Um, Weeza, you raised the point to say um, it's affecting number one. Um, the way we relate to women, to women yeah, uh, both relationally in terms of romantic relationships, as well as just women in general, the mm-hmm. women in society,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and how we can see their place in society. And also number two, Emmanuel, what you've said in terms of how we relate to ourselves in terms of just right. emotion. Um, those are the two things I'm seeing. Right. I don't know about you guys.
4: Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, Man, there's a lot to unpack here. So, so there is- I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to wrap up my disclaimers to say, like, you know, um, I'm coming from, 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 from Twitter. Uh, this is for I, you, I was, so that you don't drag <laughs> us. I know. Hey, hey, hey I'm even worried. Anyway, it's cool. Right. <laughs> I was raised, like, in the typical Malawian, uh, patriarchal, uh, misogynist setting. Like, you know, uh, I'm a 90s baby. Uh, so, you know, you guys, yeah. you, people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the audience that I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, and you know uh, that being the case i acknowledge that like there there likely very many times where like i've been part uh, i've been part of the problem and continue to be part of the problem yeah. because i am in the process of like fighting 21 22 plus years of cultural psychological conditioning where there are like actual consequences yeah. um, if i don't con- to that culture this is not to say like oh so people should feel sorry for me and you know give me a pat on the head for even trying yeah. that's not at all the point point The point is um i'm coming from a place of being wrong and we're all just trying to get less wrong that's what this conversation is about like the less um, wrong. And the reason I say that yeah the reason i say that is because like every time this issue is raised in in like you know like malawi's social fora especially yeah. for for those of us in the 20s and early 30s yeah. it's usually on social media so yeah. facebook mm-hmm. twitter instagram and then on there you only see like very polarized um extreme views yeah. mm-hmm. right and i think that, th- that 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 like distracts us from the main topic because when people talk about like you know patriarchy uh misogyny people can look up dictionary definitions uh, they point out to extreme events acute extreme events that yeah. happen in the society true yeah. so i'll give an example of, of the, the the rape and murder of we uh, Nene, yeah. the South African girl yeah. mm-hmm. God bless her soul. Yeah. that was a tragic story and a lot of people became aware of these issues because of that. Yeah. Um, mm. but then because you know we only see the extremes and, the, and and the polarized amplifications, it's easy for us as guys to say like, ah, you know what it's actually not all men it's,
1: right
4: it's those it's those guys over there guys the not, not us not us, mm-hmm. we are yeah. good we are the good men. Yeah, and exactly. like coming to the point of realizing that like there's no actual such thing as good men and, and bad men were all part of the problem as yeah, men yeah. in general and I don't know. If that sounds like it's very condemning or whatever but like just i i would urge the listeners to just hold on um let us reason out our our points and then have a conversation about it and maybe yeah, right. like, come because I, I also didn't wake up believing that there was a journey um mm-hmm. Where you connect the dots and, and you can see um more clearly how you might actually be you know part of the problem or the people around yeah. you. Like the most devastating effects of this um toxic patriarchal culture yeah. are, are subtle. They're not like they're not acute. You're right. They're very, very subtle. It's, it's like, like the fog is slowly boiling water. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Just that, that, that. And and it really amplifies over time. So yeah, I think that that's that's the the context of this conversation and where I'm coming from. Yeah. So as as, as I'm going to speak very openly on many different things, I, I open any questions and any challenges. But um, I just want people to be aware um, where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to do.
2: Yeah. Right. I know, man. Like yeah. we, um, I think thanks for opening up this um, much-needed discussion. One hundred percent. I think what's been very different with the current uh millennial era um is that we are i don't know uh, correct me if i'm wrong emmanuel mm-hmm. our eyes are sort of opening up to certain issues which mm-hmm. have always been there i mean they've yeah. been there even in our parents generation even in our parents parents generation but um i think we're starting to highlight a few things now to say that is this okay can we be better and if we can be better how can we be better? And it's, it's, it's not to say that you know we have all the answers or anything, um, but let's let's get the let's get the conversation rolling. Right, um, and also yeah. just
1: like kudos to the women as well. They're they're becoming more aware of themselves and the plight that they go through. So it's just important to acknowledge them and also to just try and uh, improve the situation the best way that we can. Yeah
2: battle of the sexes 101
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i want to take you back
4: gareth like a a few minutes ago you were asking like you know why why are (laughs) malawian men essentially the way we are you know Mm, um in in the context of what i can only describe as like emotional rigidity um and i wanted to like you know shed a bit of light on that from a very macro macro view um yeah so like I, feel, very, I used to like think it like a very was general like, view. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I used to think it was like a Malawi specific problem. Okay, but then after traveling and having lived in a bunch of places, I now see that like, okay, this is a gen- It's a global problem. Most right, definitely. we've lived but in then, different
2: parts of Africa, so I think it's, it's
4: yeah. In the, it's it's a global problem generally, but yeah. I think each region has got its own flavor, mm. you know. Mm. And, and then the African yeah, flavor I
2: the is uh, like, of <laughs> <nostalgia> and patriarchy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm telling you, like the one in Nigeria is different from the one in Ghana.
2: <laughs>
4: it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think like what we all share, in, though, as African nations is like the same uh, historical context. We're all like a bunch of colonies mm-hmm. where like be- before really the, the early 60s, yeah. um, we didn't we didn't have room to have uh, our, our, our own identities in the most modern sense of the word. In mm-hmm. terms of like relevance, now we didn't have a chance to have our own identities until the early sixties, mm-hmm. and then you have a society that is being um, coming from being oppressed, being taught you're your second class citizens, your whole yeah. existence to say to serve a master race mm. um, that carries like a ton of trauma. Right. And then in the sixties, when, yeah. when 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 African countries started gaining their independence, at least the ones in the region, the Sadic region, for example. Um, they didn't really put in place, like when the colonists were leaving, they didn't really put in place any any real form of social structures. just like, okay, yeah, guys, mm-hmm. you're free now. Go and, you know, figure it out, like solve it or whatever else. Mm-hmm. And then you have that sort of society as, as your pretext. Just yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's already broken from the word go. Um, and that has led to like some, I think, some manifestations of, of like misogyny and, and, and patriarchy. True. That are specific to these types of African countries yeah. um, that we really like need to to talk about and address. Yeah. So there's that historical context there. Right. And then secondly, I think in the past, uh, with that historical context in mind, there was there was also the modernization of the world, like rural to urban migration, you know, mm-hmm. Africans getting access to electricity for the first time. Yeah. Now now we have, you know, entire generations that have access to electricity, power, globally yeah. exposed. There's never been a time like this in the world mm, yeah, before. Yeah, Where, yeah. Yeah, we are, we are really, access to information has been democratized. So yeah. you cannot easily fool people anymore. Right. Back then, you could easily fool people anymore. And men took advantage of that, uh, much to the detriment of um, women's place in society today. So, you know, like that's... Yeah. that's important historical context to acknowledge. The reason I think it's important is that it helps you as a guy understand like just how privileged you are. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. from the word go, as you're as you're born as an African guy. Things are really bad for you in the on the global food chain, but you are significantly statistically above an African woman just by mm. being born yeah. a guy. You know? right. Because the, the the way our patriarchy works, it's so deep that um you, you just can't immediately see it that's true. um room really right. yeah yeah that being said uh, I feel like you know women are are raised um uh, being socialized to to not really explore identities outside of like these predefined templates yeah so um especially like in rural areas women are children girls are being raised to, to be a wife right you know you you take your household duties you do etc you do that but you don't actually get to build your own sense of identity and explore whatever paths boys okay. on the other side are being like raised to uh aspire for the best you know like yeah. a, a son is something to be proud of uh, and and brings honor to the family but not right. um a daughter etc and like that doesn't
2: make any sense that so is, you have men being brought up in that sorry, can environment I, can i right? pause you on that thought um it's interesting you say yeah, that sure. because um, i've had i've had friends with like convert i've had like Conversations with friends who are married and stuff, and constantly talking about the pressure of um, their wives having to have a son. A son. Yeah. So, like, you can have like yeah. five, six daughters, but uh, there, there's some men out there who actually feel ashamed, um, and that pissed, is um, true. because they do not have a son. But the moment they have the son, it's like, okay, finally we are starting from somewhere. Someone who can carry the, the same. name, the name, the seed, the generation, yeah. the everything. Um, so. You're very really
4: right. This stuff yeah, is and, and no, of, yeah, and no one ever like questions that. Like no one ever questions like why why do I want to to have so- when we have clear proof today that men and women can do the same jobs, it can be the same things. So no one ever questions that they just continue with the tradition because of that like socialization. Yeah. So like that's one bucket, right? And I want to look at several buckets and in the end when we put them all together, it yeah. might be clearer for everyone to see how this is a problem. Yeah. So that's one bucket, the way we raise men and women. And I'm going to put that aside. Another bucket is specifically around men. So like, in addition to being raised in that way, you're also, because you have to be the man, you have to be the provider, you have to be the one um, to make the thing work. Yeah, You're socialized, not really experience the full spectrum of emotion. You just like socialized to work, succeed. The emotions that society will allow you to express in my view are limited to happiness and anger in right. some forms. Yep. Anything else, it is taboo for a man to to uh, like express to in public or to another person. And you know, yep. you asked me earlier to say like, okay, I didn't, I talk to anyone about that, you know, crying situation and it was like super recent. So, like, you know, it's like, it's the programming bro. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really deep. It's really deep. No, I deep hear strange. you like, I, I can relate with that, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like that, that being said, it's it's like super difficult. Yeah. Um, so now you have a society where you're socializing men and women in this way. And, and these men who are socialized not to explore the full spectrum of the emotion, they grow up like that. And then suddenly mm-hmm. then they're, they're in their 20s, their early 30s, and they're looking to, to to move out and start their own families and get married and et cetera. So what you see is this consistent pattern yeah. of um, men meeting women and genuinely loving them. Um, and you know you see that the relationship is making sense from the outside looking in, and then a yeah. couple of months or a couple of like um, years later, you hear like, "Oh, they divorced. He was abusive, or something like that." And you yeah. wonder like, "What happened?" You know, like what happened? So let's take that as a as a case study example, right? Yeah. Like what actually happens to a man psychologically? to cause this, like, transformation. Mm-hmm. This is my theory, and, and, and it's based off of my observation. Again, I'm not an expert, but I think what happens is that um, this is usually the first time in a man's life where they have the, the psychological safety to open up about some of these, like, yeah. emotions yeah. When, okay. when, they, when they fall in love or in a serious relationship for the first time. So all of a sudden, um, they have this one person who they can open up around about, like, these emotions to. At the same time, they have compounded trauma from a lifetime of not having an outlet to express some of these emotions. And for the first emotions. time, this
2: is like, yeah.
4: yeah this, emotions this is the emotions don't first, just the disappear,
2: they stay until...
4: Yeah, they stay. And this is the first time, like, you know, this person has an outlet to pour it out or yeah. something. Yeah. And that can feel very cathartic at first, at least like in my experience, it was like super cathartic. I was like, ah, oh, okay, this is actually nice. This is working out. And then... um the more that catharsis takes place, the more you become cognizant, I think, of, of like the other traumas and emotional right. labor that right. you actually haven't done. Right. But because you associate this woman who has come into your life um, with emotional anxiety relief, you tend to pile on more and more on this other person. And mm. then very quickly, women find themselves doing emotional labor for two people That's in true. these relationships.
2: For her, instead self, of like you know, for, for, for exactly, for yeah.
4: yeah, and and because like no, no nobody can do the emotional labor for. for I mean, just for yourself, it's a lot bad. of work. <laughs> you know, it's much hard, work. It's hard. Inevitably, like yeah. there has to be some like conflict, and like yeah. I think what happens in, in the minds of these guys is that this person who was now who was like this um, oasis in the desert is suddenly not working anymore, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that leads to, to resentment.
1: Right.
4: And that resentment builds up, that resentment builds up and then manifests as some sort of, like, tragic action um, that ends up the relationship, that ends the relationship. Yeah. And, like... I saw that pattern in myself and I was like, oh, wait a minute, boss, <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's something to, to, to be solved here. And yeah. I think like, you know, that manifests in different ways, but I think that's like an easy example that people might relate yeah. to because uh, a European friend of mine the other day, we're chatting, we we're both in Malawi at the time and he was asking me, he's like, yo, um, why is like infidelity and cheating normal here?
2: Mm-hmm. And why, I didn't have an answer. Your friend noticed that like, <laughs> the moment he stepped into <laughs> the lab. there's first like infidelity.
0: What's going on with
4: <laughs> like and I didn't have an answer. I was like, "Yeah, hey, you There's a weird like power structure, social dynamic, and yeah. everyone knows that it happens. Yeah. And you're like, people on both sides are actually trained for it. Like, have you right. heard the saying, ah, manjang na? Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and and the men men are also trained for it, and like they're they're rewarded by other men for for that
2: type of behavior. Exactly.
4: Are
2: you? What it's it's <laughs> interesting. It's interesting you say that because. You know, a lot of the times you think that uh, patriarchal or misogynistic um, ways and normatives, quote unquote, um, are a largely prevailing rural issue. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's very easy mm. to think of it that way mm-hmm. um, to say, quote, "Ah, these things are from you know the previous generation," but you see it manifesting even in our present generation as millennials. Case in point, the example yeah. you just gave about infidelity. Um, you find that there's lots of cases of Unfaithfulness. Even um, when you look within, like, <laughs> <and I don't>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's lots of cases of infidelity, even like amongst like our our our, 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 our peer groups. Co- group. Our peer groups, yeah. and you know, we we know you know, you know what I'm talking about, Wiza. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's there, like it's there, like. But for some,
1: the is trying to say is where a guy is cheating on a girl, and then people tend to accept that but the moment a girl is to cheat on the guy then it's a it's a whole scandal
2: issue and it it goes it goes back to what you just said in the in the vernacular to your friend that um like you have to persevere you have to keep silent yeah and um even the whole thing of silence i i watched the video that you guys recommended last night um um, sex so for grades? Yes, sex yeah. for grades. Uh, yes. a
4: documentary yeah, that's a 2019 grade. documentary.
2: Yeah, where like they like Kiki at- Yeah, exactly. Uh, where they looked at the University of Lagos as well as in Ghana, and the prevailing thing to me was that guys, even though there was clear-cut evidence mm-hmm. of you know sexual advances from professors to their students, um, from lecturers to you know the, some of their underage students, uh, the minors. Mm-hmm. Those clear-cut evidence, footage, actual footage. But it was denied. It was denied, and
0: nothing was done. About yeah. it. And
2: there was silence, yeah. even silenced by the by the fellow uh, males. And I'm sure exactly. it, it's yeah. it's um, as you said. Um, this whole thing, you may not. A, a lot of the times on social media, we only polarize. Excuse me, the extremes. But mm-hmm. I believe it's a cancer that even the the tiny tiny tumors of this problem um, they show themselves even in our way of thinking. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Situations. That's the only explanation.
4: Yeah. And this is why it's super important for for like us as guys to like educate ourselves because mm-hmm. it's not going to change without internal effort. True. And we need to create a society that rewards feminist and progressive behavior as opposed to like ostracizing guys who try and talk about it. Like, have you ever tried to bring this up issue? This issue up with boys, pa chats, kumpira.
1: You know, people, people you know, <laughs> well, that will finish you. Exactly. Yeah. We need to do better. Exactly. Before you finish
4: your, your, your first sentence, because there are social repercussions to disrupting this power structure that benefits some types of men. So, a, some types of men see this yeah, Sorry, sorry, sorry.
1: Oh. Of, um, we don't talk about that here. Like, just leave yeah, that alone. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah
4: yeah 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 without like questioning why exactly it's just like like you know i feel like some men benefit from from this power structure or they Mm -hmm. think that they benefit from Mm -hmm. this power structure because it allows them to to force certain things to happen as opposed to letting them happen organically and that's a strong disincentive for someone to change if i can exert power over you in my favor and that has been the status quo since the day I was born, yeah. mm-hmm. I start to treat it like my my my, my God-given right. right. Like, this is the only way that we have ever known. So now when when women especially get older and they raise uh, some of these issues in, in the Malawian context and Mal- Malawian society, it's seen as disrespectful or magani or mm-hmm. noble because yeah. it's attempting to disrupt the power structure that benefits men specifically. So yeah. some men don't that because they feel like it puts them in an uh, a superior position but yeah. what they don't realize is that like it it actually doesn't and yeah you're only doing that because it's what you're familiar with yeah. not that it's 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 the only thing that's there like there yeah. are ways in which you can engage with people that do not require any form of coercion yeah. mm. or force like Malawian guys in the context of romantic relationships, don't get that examples when this expectation when 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 a man buys a woman in the club that like she must spend time with him, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know like, like you or uh, you took someone out on a date to lunch, so they're expected to give you their time, and it's right. offensive if they don't. And you know, society reinforces that mm, because. Yeah. Uh, we've been socialized to do but we need to like start you know asking ourselves certain questions about like um what is the point of this really and the most important question is who benefits the most from this staying the same and we start to realize very quickly that there's a very huge um statistical skew towards men benefiting the most from this and the reason it's bad for everybody is because it effectively cuts out half of the world's population from being the
2: best people they can yeah yeah, exactly And I, and I like and that's bad for everyone. That, yeah, and I like that you say that because um again it's it, it becomes a battle of the sexes and we no 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 group, no no males nor females are trying to like trump over each other. I, I don't think that's the goal of this conversation. But no, it's not it's it's to say how can we help each other to not just survive but to thrive um in this in this world. As as a guy, I should be looking out um for, for for my fellow women
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you know that's something that's what's supposed to be happening um vice versa and in, di- in different platforms in different settings exactly um now i want to i want to go on with the thought that you, you you gave you gave the example of saying you know a man who's for so long um been conditioned to you know not processing emotion um or or, or you know just just growing up as neglecting the emotion yeah growing up as the man whatever right. that means you know right. um growing up as the man, you know, oftentimes seen as, you know, the macho guy, the 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 strong guy, the guy who displays no weakness. And again, I, I do not want to sound like I'm generalizing, but you know, from most statistical studies, even from psychosocial um well-being, this has been oftentimes categorized as the as 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 the male outlook. Now, mm-hmm. when he then meets um, a female, um, in terms of like a romantic relationship, you know, this whole new avenue is opened, and I think we were talking about it yesterday to say that for 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 one reason or the other, um, as as guys, we feel allowed to be vulnerable with with women than our fellow um, guys, and that could be a, to, yeah. that could be for a factor, um, factor of many reasons. Um, but you find that at some point, because it's not her responsibility to to parent my emotions. Uh-huh. Um, oh. I, I get all these compounded emotions from, 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 from way back, from childhood, from and all the different traumas, you know, they pile up. Oh. So instead of dealing with them, um, and then, you know, even exerting abuse, um, we then fall into this thing of escapism. Um, escapism yeah. where we, uh, and, as, and, and let me say another disclaimer, escapism is not at all bad. I think there are moments when, you know, when, when things are going really rough, um, it's okay to um, preoccupy yourself momentarily. Um, you know, you know how they oh. say, you know, laughter is a, is good medicine, because laughter does that, you know. Mm. But at some point, you have to confront the issues. But you find that a lot of times we escape, and ironically, we escape with our fellow gender, with our fellow sex. So as guys, um, for example, what commonly happens a bunch of guys on a Friday night. Um, you know, they'll meet up at, at, at the at the local bar um you know crack a few beers and genu- more a few.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: more than a few and genuinely have a good time you know genuinely yeah. have a good time but very few moments um when they're talking will they actually address um, and correct me if i'm wrong this is just as i said my own singular opinion very few yeah. times will we actually address the issues that are really happening within our hearts and, and it's, it's it's very difficult to do that in certain, true. in certain dynamics, and it's not even yeah. just and and this. I mean, I'm just giving like you know the, the bar example is one option. There's there's many things as guys we get so preoccupied with. Mm-hmm. It can be sport, a uh, car, car. car. We we find something to run away from, but eventually these things um pile up and like emotions. They, they have to manifest somehow. Uh-huh. And yeah, I think was it last year um in Malawi. I, I may not have the exact figures, but there's about nine sixty plus suicide cases and out of those 960 plus suicide cases 900 of them were of men crazy that's a heavy stat but that's so true though because
4: you know people people meet and especially the social structures for men they're not oriented around like having conversation it's activities so you know you meet to go out you meet to go play golf watch football or something and then people don't actually talk yeah. And that actually leads to like you know like I, I, my view is that like a lot of African countries have yeah. like a massive alcoholism problem, Malawi yeah. included. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. for another day because mm-hmm. every everything the medicine is to take a shot. That's take true. A shot, a shot. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so you know it's a really really toxic um, way of doing things, and like um, I didn't realize it until the the time that I actually did realize it, you yeah. know? and. There were so many factors that have contributed to my realizing it that, like, I was not intentional about. Yeah. So I feel like what 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 is useful is for us to um, distill as much information as possible that creates a framework to allow other guys to, like, self-improve. Yeah. You know, there's so much to, to talk about and to unpack on this thing that we possibly could not touch everything. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> if we have that conversation. Maybe we might do a little bit to help some people um, get there, and then that will compound over time, you know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, super crazy. Um, still on the same of just like, you know, this this like how our, our, our emotional frameworks as, as African guys and Malawian guys, Yeah. first of all, it's taboo to talk about like your, your mental health issues. It's completely mm-hmm. taboo. It Even the stigma that comes with like going to see a counselor or a therapist mm-hmm. just points to how um, pervasive the issue is. And if you're someone who's listening to this and you think it's like, you think that like there's something wrong with people. Who go to a counselor or go to therapy? You are part of the problem. Right? Exactly.
2: This is you're like. Congratulations! <laughs>
4: <laughs> Keep listening. Just like stay on the line. Keep listening. Buy them. You know. So you know, there's, there's like certain things that um, if you see in yourself, um, I think they point to to you having that issue. Uh, yeah. One of the things that like I noticed that I I, I then looked at and said, doesn't make sense, was this mm. idea of uh, promiscuity as a metric for, for manliness. Right. And you see like, yep. everywhere. Gareth talked about the Sex for Grades documentary. Mm. I think like everyone who's trying to get smarter about this issue should watch that documentary. It's a, it's a 2019 it's, BBC yeah. it's on YouTube. Just search for Sex for Grades. Kiki Morty, um, a Nigerian producer, she produced that. And, and in the documentary, you you see the story of like some... Highly influential lecturers um, at, at schools in West Africa, who have students who need to pass. So imagine mm-hmm. this: you're you're the only girl child, or you're one of several girl children in your family. A family of eight people. Yeah. Your father and mother are not educated; they don't have yeah. a college degree. You are the one who has been selected to go to university from this like set of eight and ten kids, and mm-hmm. the whole
2: family line is looking up to you. That's so why you go to Africa in general mm-hmm. to like get into. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah
4: exactly like you just just you're there you're just getting there and then you you get to school you're, you're already trying to study you still have to earn your degree and then like your lecturer is telling you or is alluding to in many direct ways that like you even though you have done the work to pass and you you deserved the grade you will not get the grade if you don't sleep with them yeah how many guys can say that they've gone through that experience i don't think you name even one guy yeah, especially um, in malawi yeah
1: right
4: so of course of course we don't know what that's like but the the, the truth of the matter is is that it's there and then
1: mm,
4: yeah. if you're in this, with this woman if you're in this position like what are your what are your practical options this person mm. look at the power dynamic this is the lecturer who has the voice in the school yeah. and has been the voice for x number of years yeah. you are just a generic id number amongst thousands Literally. coming up with a complaint exactly. coming up with a complaint to yeah. to, to taint the 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 name of the honorable person. The power dynamic is so compelling that unfortunately,
2: most women will succumb. Yeah. And
1: it's
2: and, difficult you know, it's to speak to up. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Go ahead, Darren.
2: I was going to say, it's difficult to speak up, um, especially when you are the victim of that, because um, again, when you are the victim, it is, especially in our setting, um, and I think in most settings as well, it ends up being your fault because the number one question would be what were you doing there in the first place being alone with your professor number two why did you why did you continue talking with him and it's like everything is pushed back it's like wait did did you just did you just just hear what i just said it even goes back to your dress code like during the classes like
1: that means you were wearing something that wasn't appropriate or a b c and d
4: yeah. yeah. Like we've been socialized to defend the perpetrators yeah. of, of these roles. And the worst part is that like even many women amongst the society mm-hmm. have been socialized to not see it and to defend right. um, the existing state. So, so, you know, like, you know, I think like a, a big first step um, to unlearning it is actually realizing that it's, it's there clear. and Precisely. seeing the severity of the yeah. problem. And the moment you, you look at it from that perspective and, and you're being intellectually honest with yourself, you should start to pick up like contextual examples from your environment. Yeah. And granted, they might not be as extreme as you know some of the stuff that's being documented or things that we've talked about, but like what are the subtle ways in which you yourself are contributing to exactly. you know, like this misogynistic culture? Is it like uh, you're evaluating candidates for a job? And yep. then uh, the lady comes. A lady comes into the room, and your your first comment is on her dressing. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people even do it as a compliment or whatever else. But the fact of the matter is, is that is that you've completely disregarded the fact that this is an individual yeah. who's bringing a set of skills that is coming to you, your organization, yeah. and you have commented on their appearance. If that was the same, if if you were a man going through that process, you might, you would feel humiliated. Like you no, would feel reduced. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that this is like the reality for so many women each and every day mm-hmm. that they have gotten used to it. And like, that is the extent of the problem. Like that's where uh-huh. people need to see that the issue is. And that's where like, you need to start in terms of like unlearning. Um, right. And then beyond that, like, you know, it's just like a lot of like, um, conscious effort yeah. to catch those things in yourself and, uh, yeah. and then when you do catch them and you see certain things you can make a decision to say like actually i'm, I'm gonna change that i'm not going to i'm not going to exactly yeah to see that the same way anymore
2: yeah 100 and i think as guys like part of the way to i don't want to say solve the problem but you know be better uh be less wrong is we also need mm-hmm. to be accountable for our actions um
0: mm-hmm.
2: not just our own actions yeah. but I mean, let's be, let's be honest, we've seen this sort of stuff play out in our communities, um, with our peers, but oftentimes, nobody is really willing to be the first person to point it out and to address it as an issue to say, "Yeah, I think the way you spoke with her, mm-hmm. or the way you handled mm-hmm. her or related to her was very objectifying, very derogatory, and I think that is something to be correct and rectified. We oftentimes do not do that. No, mm-hmm. um, but accountability is, is is very key and important wow. yeah yeah
4: i definitely agree on that I, I think until i think we don't do that because these conversations don't take place yeah. so the natural instinct like when you raise it's it's very when you raise that issue in a community setting of guys i think yeah. people become very defensive very quickly because they don't want to be equated to monsters and yeah there's like a there's like a slippery slope that 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 conversation tends to go because there is no context outside of these extremes because yep. people don't like don't actually talk about it so that's like the, the root of the matter is that like we need to actually have more conversations more conversations great, yeah psychological like and you know you have to think about like when you want to correct your fellow guy friend on a, or a certain thing you actually have to think very carefully about how you approach how them. You're do that it you yeah. Yeah. them out, the if you call them out they're going to be defensive it's going you know, to be like, yeah. yeah very very natural difficult. natural yeah, yeah. so you have to, like, you know, choose your words and, like, um, actually lead them into a conversation. Into a conversation. Um, before we did the session, I shared my notes with uh, four of my friends who are women who gave me, like, a ton of feedback yep, on that issues that we should miss. Yeah. Um, thank you, guys. Um, I, I only have permission to, 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 to mention Faith, Faith Mzandu. Okay. Um, she gave me, like, a ton of feedback. Hi, Faith. Um,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, so yeah like like my friend Senga also wrote to me i would like to say that there are some negative effects that guys don't become aware of yes mm, um, yeah, yeah. because of this uh and those are like worth looking into number one being that like social being socialized to not fully engage in their emotions which affects all relationships in their lives yeah. including relationships with other guys and other women um family friends etc like you just you just don't experience the full spectrum of life and your your senses are dulled in a sense Mm -hmm. but because if it's the only thing that you know you won't think that something is wrong yeah and that's like the danger and you might think like ah this thing i don't think they're talking about me they must be talking about someone else no we're talking about you (laughs) first you chief yeah the one (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, uh, we're talking about you you need to like look into that and then the second thing is like until um we have at least economically, achieved some degree of, of gender equality. Um, men will always be expected to shoulder the bulk of financial responsibility, while women mm-hmm. handle most of the unpaid labor in the household. Yep. And and this should really be a shared responsibility um, between the two people within the context that makes sense for individual couples. Um, and like that's a big part of the thing. Like you know, you find guys guys are getting married, and then the, the relationship was fine, but now these people are married, and there are issues in the marriage because. Uh, this right. guy's always yeah. expecting a home-cooked meal. Exactly. In 2020, it exactly. must be cooked by his wife. An oh, entire no. wife with a master's degree <laughs> from an Ivy League <laughs> university. No, I, mean, I was, was going to
2: go on. Yeah, it, yeah, go on.
4: Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense. And, um, you know, I'm touching on, 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 the, on the part on the tweet where I mentioned, like, you know, why this stuff is actually bad for your love life. Um, that's a very key example yeah. of right. how that manifests. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I was gonna say like, a, and I think as we as we wrap up in the next couple um, five minutes, um, th- this this topic is so vast. Honestly, mm-hmm. like it feels is. like it needs to be like a part seven. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, like going back to the whole context of, you know, some of the expectations placed on a man, and this is both um, self placed as well as placed by the society at large um can be very um difficult because uh-huh. again you you grow up in your parents home um in some, in some level of comfort right um yeah yeah you grow up in, in your parents home or guardian or what, or whatever in some level of comfort and then when you're now building your own system you realize that oh damn this it's not making it out there is actually difficult but um you know like i was reading a book by um Leonard Laword, and he wrote a book titled Strong Men, Weak Men. And he talks about how, you know, again, going back to the what you said about emotions being polarized, I, I found it interesting that the negative emotion that was chosen was anger because anger is a very masculine, you know, emotion,
0: Grr, yeah, seemingly
2: so. Mm. But you find that a lot of where this where the idea of macho actually came from was 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 from the from uh, the Zeus, the Greek god Zeus, um, you know, this invincible, immutable, um inerrant god yeah. um which is far from what a human is um so as a man yeah. you will fail it's 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 a uh, it's 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 not a bad omen it's not it's not a negative prophecy it's just the truth yeah it's, it's it's gonna have and and that's not even just something for men it's it's, it's for humanity at large there'll yeah. be various points in your trajectory where you will face failure face weakness um however because we are conditioned to be invincible mm. and all these things, when we're met with those roadblocks, when we're met with those obstacles, we do not deal with it very well, sure. um, and it, it, it ends up manifesting as very toxic, um, negative um, outlets, and um, it's 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 all it's all part of what you said—the compounding effect. It's, mm-hmm. it's 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 traumatic, it's mm-hmm. pretty traumatic yeah and look like i want to
4: touch a, a bit more around like specifically how this affects romantic relationships because like you know i see a lot of discourse uh, on social media yeah. around like oh cheating this cheating that cheating this and it, <laughs> you
2: know it, it seems to be i'm still, I'm still so impressed <laughs> by a european friend who like smelt that in the air <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, he, had, he had been around for some time and
4: then he just noticed that yeah. like ah, okay mm-hmm. so, so like this thing of like you're married it's not like it's not that it's not, it's not that serious <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how people treat you, you know <laughs> i think like you know at the root of that is that like the effects of this like long term mm-hmm. um negative reinforcement around patriarchy and misogyny is that you you end up with men who they want to get married yeah. um but then they, they're viewing women as subordinate to them in some way mm-hmm. so you're looking for a partner but in your head this partner is your servant yeah it's not not an ego and if you look at the word partner, it requires it requires like you know uh, acknowledgement that this is my contemporary, a co relationship, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So you have this in one part of of your brain, you're looking at this person as your partner. In the other part of your brain, you have been trained to to view them as your subordinate in some way. And that leads to some degree of like just cognitive dissonance because you still have to be um, in this relationship or in this marriage. It's one of the things that society uh, rewards you for as a man, you know, you're not, you're not a man until you have your own family, etc. And like, you know, so people just go down this path where um, they, maybe they have a genuine intention to get married, but then yeah. they do mostly for other reasons, yeah. not, not because of love. Um, and then they're grossly unhappy in those yeah. marriages. And that has taken place at scale for a very long period of time. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's become like normalized. That's why it's like it's it's kind of it's not acknowledged, but it's socially non-surprising when these things yeah. happen in like all yeah. societies today. It's like, oh okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or et cetera, you know, those type of things. Yeah. That's that's why that is the case. Yeah. And then another factor that I think that plays plays a big role is like education. Well, sorry, Lisa, like, this um, this will be this our last, last point. <laughs> point. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Snap. Yeah. Snap. Snap. Yeah. Fifty-five minutes. Yeah.
2: Um, it's okay. yeah like, okay. Who knows? We might do a. Part yeah. Two. <laughs> we should do <laughs> We should do a part two. Actually, yeah. we should do a part two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. let it we'll This is like. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Yeah.
4: Like you know, you, you're told that like when you go to school and you get an education, that's pretty much all you need in life. Uh. But that's not actually true. <laughs> and we play so much. Like, I laughed so bad. Like my heart broke when you said <laughs> that. <laughs> It's true. Like Pin number one in school. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but like that's not that's not true. Like, you know, you actually need like enlightenment and exposure. And that's not obtained in a classroom setting. Like mm. that is obtained through deliberate um deliberate effort to try new things, which a lot of like Malawian guys just don't do and previously there was an excuse you could say there was no equity or there was no access or you know you didn't have money but now the internet has democratized access to information like literally all of the world's information is in the palm of your hand Mm. and on demand at any time of day so you can't now come and say oh me I don't understand this feminism thing because I don't know about it which is an excuse that I hear a lot. You know, I hear a lot about like, ah, what do you mean toxic masculinity? I don't understand it. Uh, You know, send me resources. Those are people who have not like made that conscious decision to improve in that way. Because again, they're not- But you understand
2: the the soccer highlights though.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 like, and can, can give you a fantasy fantasy Premier League table with predictions of from, you know, what, but like, yeah. you know, yeah, and being conscious of time, just wrapping it up. I guess that's yes. that's that's the point that I want to make. Um, I just want to leave like an open door to say, like, mm. okay, this I was doing this for my fellow chance, yeah. and um, I cannot solve all the problems, world, all the world's problems, yeah. and uh, I'm not trying to. But, like, you know, if people are, are, are keen to have a conversation, like, my DMs are open. Uh, I'm a very big conversationalist. I do enjoy engaging on yeah. these topics. Yeah. Hit me up. Um, we the Jay on Twitter it just sent me a DM. I respond to all messages. If you disagree with something that I said or you feel as though something that I said was, uh, bring it up. you know, bring it up. Bring said it up. in the wrong yeah. way, just say, bring it up, but bring it up respectfully. And uh, mm. you know, I, I'm open to learning. I, I just don't tolerate rudeness from anyone. So if you come to me and you're impolite, I'll just block you. <laughs> um,
2: and okay. you on. Uh,
0: <sighs>
2: So yeah, yeah but no, this has been fun. Yeah, this has been fun. <laughs> and I, think yeah. I, I, I reckon that this is probably not the last one because there's still quite a lot to talk about. Not that we're going to finish on the next one, but um, I think there'll be a few conversations that will happen, which, will later need to be cemented at some point definitely but thank you so much riza for joining um this week's episode of the figuring figuring it out podcast there you go. um and you've been with myself gareth and again drop drop comments drop your thoughts um at you know gareth Lipunga. that's on instagram facebook and twitter as well and on instagram at manzi underscore guy yeah and it's, it's been really fun and Again, let's. We are all in this boat trying to figure it out. Exactly. Um, if you have nothing nice to say, um, <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it's as you said. There's there's always lots of polarizing views. Um, let's let's hear it. Um, let's let's learn together. Um, none of us have arrived. We're not trying to be right. We're just trying to be less wrong. till next time till next time guys to be okay we're going to